Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Zach. And I'm Rin. And today we are continuing our Writing Fundamentals series. A couple of episodes ago, it was actually a really long time ago, we talked about short stories and we are doing a companion episode to that in as part of our series today, which is writing novels and what you need to know when you're writing a novel. So Rin, you did some good research. Tell us what a novel is. What's the definition? So- so from Encyclopedia Britannica, which this was the best definition I found. I found several like worst definitions, but the one I liked the most was from Encyclopedia Britannica. And it said a novel is an invented prose narrative of considerable length and a, and a certain complexity that deals imaginatively with human experience, usually through a connected sequence of events involving a group of persons in a specific setting. So in that you have the plot, the connected sequence of events, the group of persons, the character, and setting, mm-hmm. a setting, the world. Uh, so that found like the three like pillars of storytelling for me, and it was important. The length is important because obviously a novel is longer than a short story or a novella, um, and it's of a certain complexity, and that's going to vary for the age group you're writing for. Like new adults going to be more complex than middle grade, mm-hmm. but. It deals with the human experience. I will caveat this, say if you try to write about a human experience, like if you set out to write about it, your book will not be as good because the themes will feel heavy handed. So you need to write, you set out a story, not a message. Yes, if people wanted to read a message, they would go read a sermon rather than a story. So true. Um, when you're thinking about writing a novel, um, like Rin said, it, there's a certain level of complexity and it, there is a certain length to a novel. And so when you're thinking about writing a novel, think about your conflict and think about if that conflict is large enough to carry a novel. And again, you can any rule that you make about writing, you can find some example, for example, you can uh, some example that contradicts it so you might say that the you know uh conflict for a for a novel has to be x y or z and then i say well ulysses is like a day in the life of this one random guy and i mean that's super successful right everybody's read ulysses no no i don't know a single person who's actually read ulysses one of those things that people like to have read, but they don't like to read. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So yeah, conflict conflict is super important. You have to, like, have some degree of conflict. Otherwise, it's boring. Like, it's at, at least for, like, a noveling. See, I see no conflict being more appropriate in, like, a slice-of-life anime, in, which is much more short form. But in a novel, it's really hard to do slice of life and to do it well. Mm-hmm. So what do you need to know when you first start writing a novel? The things... Oh, you look like you had something to say. Yeah, I was going to say that when you first start writing a novel, it's going to take time, okay? It's going to take a lot of time. And it's kind of... It's really not fair that it takes writers so long to produce novels and it takes readers so little time to consume the novel. Because think about it. Yeah. Like, you can spend like a year or more working on a novel and then somebody pounds it down in two days and it's like, where's the next one? It's like, well... And they're not even re- reading the whole time for those two days. Really, it takes a couple of hours to devour most novels. Mm-hmm. If you're like... Maybe if you're a fast reader, it probably... 
takes several hours for most readers. But like, you have to remember patience is a virtue and things are going to work out even when you're like the whatever they call it, the murky middle or the muddling middle, like all these like alliterative terms for how hard the middle is. Mm-hmm. Even when you're in the middle of that and it's terrible and you're stuck, things are still going to work out as long as you don't give up. So it is so important that you do not give up because I think of um, another writing podcast, the Kate and Abby show. And their like opening is like, there's no better time to bless the world with your novel than now, like with your dream realized. Like they say it much better than I just did. But it's just like, now is a good time to write your novel. And now is a good time to get your story out in the world. And you have to actually like put that time in. Yeah, um, for sure. As far as like materials for what you need to start, you just need something to write with and an idea. And then you can go, right? Maybe you want to do outline, you want to do an outline first. Maybe you want to just get into it. But really, once you get down to it, writing, like the tools of writing a novel are not that, not that difficult to acquire. Basically, anybody can get a hold of them. Um, so once you have started, what are some strategies that that you should keep in mind? What, what are some strategies that our listeners should keep in mind as they're writing a novel? Um, keep your conflicts in mind. The only thing interesting to a reader really is trouble. So you have to put your characters in like a ton of trouble and then like just kind of let them like run and like figure things out on their own. Uh, I know we've talked on this podcast before about like how characters don't actually have a life other than we give them. So like you are in control of your characters, but you also have to let your characters surprise you. Um you have to and key you want to keep that in mind both as you're organizing and like pre-writing your story and as you are actually writing. Mm-hmm. Um further on that, like what is the problem your character has? What do they need to resolve that problem? What are the consequences? What gets in the way? This boils down to what did your character need? What do they want? What can I do to stop them from getting those things? Right. Yeah, you want to find ways to develop uh like to develop a conflict, right? You can't just have the you can't just have the problem and then show the character working toward you know working towards and solving the problem because oftentimes that means that you're writing a short story or a novella rather than a novel because there is a certain level of complexity to achieving the goal. So when you're if you're kind of struggling with figuring out like okay well how I've introduced the conflict how do I you know you're not trying to drag it out but how do I develop it rather than just solving the problem. And the rule of three can be really helpful where you say, okay, they're going to try and they're going to fail twice. And then on the third time, they'll get it kind of thing. That can be, as far as uh, Western literature is concerned, Western readers know about the rule of three and they expect the rule of three. So, I mean, you can do some interesting things to to break that. Um, But it can be helpful to say, okay, you know, there are going to be two, these two failures. What are the consequences of those failures? And that can give you time and complexity to add to your novel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would also remember this is supposed to be fun. Like writing is not supposed to be, well, sometimes it does feel like a chore, but it's not supposed to be a chore. Like we, we do this for fun. Most of us are hobbyists, like until you make like, 
a certain amount of money from riding, you're considered a hobby for the IRA. And it's like, I don't know, like $3,000 a year or something for to be a hobbyist, to no longer be a hobbyist. But like, hobbies are supposed to be fun. All this is supposed to be fun. So like, if you're not having fun, you can like reassess like what's going on. How can I make this more fun? Is it just that I need to put this project on the back burner and I need to start a new project? Like, there's all sorts of things you need to make it fun. Yeah, and one of the, you know, one of the most fun things about novels is that you get to play with subplots. We did an episode about subplots mm-hmm. a little bit ago, um, but if you're new, a subplot is an alternate plot to the overarching plot that feeds into what's going on inside of the main action. And the reason why these are important is because one plot or one problem will not bear the weight of the story usually. Um, So you'll need to spice things up a little bit. Lots of times, especially in YA, this is a romance subplot, but you don't need to use a romance subplot if you don't want to. You can do things like political intrigue, building a friendship, getting to know a side character. Um, I've done side plots about religious conversion. Like there's a lot of things that you can do with with subplots. Um, that's in episode 28 if you want to learn more about, about subplots. I would also note that the subplots, if you're trying to plot your first novel and you think you're a planner, you can use the Save the Cat Beat sheet and they build the B plot into the A plot. Yes. That's what they call it. They call it A plot, B plot. That's a good um, reason. And it just means main plot, subplot. And we're not sponsored by any of the Save the Cat novels or not novels, but like craft manuals. books but manuals but they're really good so we recommend them i think we've both read them yeah um finally remember that a novel's length is generally dependent on the genre so you want to you can google average word count for a fantasy novel in the ya sphere and i just know that off the top of my head it averages to about seventy five thousand words um but that can be really helpful for like setting a goal. Like if you're goal driven, be like, oh, I need to hit that 75,000 words. And then you just keep writing until you hit it. And then you go, and then for a lot of people, you'll go over that and you have to trim it back down. But not me. I always underwrite. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, um, like having a word count in mind can also be helpful in pacing yourself because I know that I have written stories where I'm like trying to, develop which is really just code for stall I'm trying to stall mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time and then I realize wait a minute I'm halfway through the book and nothing's happened yet that can be a good check to be like oh wait a minute things can happen a little bit faster than I've have them set up right now so having that general idea of the length is helpful um I realize that we haven't actually explicitly said this but when you're writing and talking to other writers you always count words because you can't fake a word, but you can fake pages, right? There's a big difference between single-spaced, double-spaced, how wide are your margins? Are you adding spaces after paragraphs, double spaces after period? Like, there's so much that you can do with the formatting that changes how many pages it is, but words are words. So yes, we're dealing with word counts here, folks. Yeah, I would, as like a personal like anecdote of like dealing with pages versus word counts, my novel in print is, I want to say like 269 pages. Let me like pull it out. It's not even that many pages. It's 198 pages. 
Um, but it's like 269 or 369 in like Google Docs. But like the we like we did some pretty small text for my novel. Mm. Um and I think it's I'm not even sure it's single spacing, I think it's like one point five spacing, but like you the format like changes the pages so much. So if you wanna like sound like you know what you're talking about, you use your word count as like control shift C on Google Drive to figure out what it is and then like Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't like physically go through and count everything. You use the computer for that, folks. So yes. if you write by hand, don't start count like don't start counting the words on your pages. When I wrote in like when I wrote by hand, what I would do is I would say take like five pages and count the numbers on or count the words on them, average them, and then just multiply the average by the number of pages. And that was my ballpark for what it was. Eventually, you will need to put it into a word processor. But until then, that can be a helpful way of thinking about words. Yeah, so use words, not pages. Hopefully, that's not your main takeaway from this episode. But let's go back to what else we talked about. We talked about what a novel is, how it uses plot, characters, and setting. We talked about what you, the patience and the importance of, like, fun in the process because things are going to work out even when nothing seems to work you need basically nothing to start just something to write with and an idea um, and then conflict is key overall Zach do you have anything to add nope I would just say you can do this if you've never written a novel before um, National Novel Writing Month is in November so we are really far away from that as of recording this episode but there are um there are camp National Novel Writing Months um, that are done in April and I think it's July. I think it's July too. So if you want to experiment with writing novel length works, joining a community of people who are all working to write their own novels is a good way to go. Um, again, writing groups are fun. Check out episode 11 if you want to learn more about writing groups. But you can do this. You got this. We believe in you. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Quid Pros Quo. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.